Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. There we go. Cappy is online from South South and uh, Shadano is here and it is super crosstalk time. Shadana, what's up? Are Mason, you... I like that shirt on you. Thank you. Yeah. Sharp. By the way, I thought Sophie from Venice was a great caller yesterday. I don't know if you heard her. I, I did. I heard the replay. He claims it wasn't it him. It absolutely was not me, because Sophie has got a normal voice. Oh, okay. She does not right. just bark. Okay. She's got some intelligence, Gappy. Well, you know, um, no, there was nobody here yesterday, Mace, to do the woo-woo-woo-woo-woo. Nobody. Oh, it, it, it did not happen without you. Was it sad? Yeah, there was no love boat. Nothing. Woo, woo, woo. There was no love boat yesterday. No love boat. I don't. I don't. I don't love boat if you don't. Woo, 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 woo. Oh, is that right? One triggers no the other. Right. right. There you go. That's right. Wow. That's right, Johnny. I. I didn't realize that. Mace, you look like an adult. I got to be honest. I'm throwing going for. I, I I'm am very impressed. Right. Mace looks good. I mean, well, Michael, the fact that he's upgraded to collared shirts is a major improvement. It really is. I yeah. mean, Michael, he, he, Michael was more simpatico with you before when you were wearing the hoodies and all that stuff. I know. Yeah, I know, yeah. man. The hoodie days are over. I know. You're out of my I'm, league now. I'm, I'm styling. If I was gay, I wouldn't date you. Yeah. You, you would not. <laughs> no, because you're, you're way beyond me now. I am. I, well, yeah. <laughs> that's true. So, George, is he now antipatico? Si. Okay. Yes. So, was simpatico? Yes. Now it's, it's antipatico. By the way, I don't even think, th- is simpatico Spanish or is it? It's actually it's, more like Latin. It's Latin, yeah. yeah. Simpatico. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cappy, you don't antipatico. need Spanish for this. Antipatico. Yeah, uh, uh, you know, my dad always, well, he was an altar boy and they used to do the mass all in Latin. And I always thought, that's so, nobody understood yeah, a nobody, word yeah. that was going on. Exactly. You know the other thing they did? They faced away from the congregation. So they faced away from the congregation. I don't get that. And they and looked at the, the altar. And they looked at the altar, and right. then they did the entire Mass in Latin, and I would just, I would glaze over yeah, if that happened that back no in the sense. day. They finally made it English. Yeah. you got to have an, an English exactly. Mass. Yeah. You'd think. I don't know how I got Your father there. was an altar yeah. boy. Yeah, my, my dad was an altar boy. Hmm. Mason in was Altoona, also- In Pennsylvania. Um, Mason was also a member of the Young Republicans. I was. I know that you story. You introduced somebody, Reagan? Right? President Ronald Reagan, Reagan. Yeah. Yeah. Me yeah. and Me and Ron got together. Yeah. Um, I actually sent uh, the videotape of that yeah. to- uh, what's that company called? Legacy Box. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and so they're converting they made it, it for into you. Yeah, digital, like digital form. So I'll be able to. Uh, That's you'll cool. be able to see. The Put it on your Instagram. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. on the Did old you, uh, IG. Did yeah. you meet Nancy too? I, she was not there. Yeah. She was not there. She didn't tell you, she but, would have told you to say no to drugs. Which yeah, no, correct. Right. Yeah. Which, she'd be very disappointed <laughs> oh, in you. I am a, I am a just you, so, uh, so I, I almost met Ronald Reagan once. Here's how. Yeah. I was playing golf with our with our buddy John McKay, J.K. McKay. Yes, great I'm guy. playing golf at out. L.A. Country Club. Yep. Very exclusive wow. spot. Wow. And I, as is- Captain 1% As is again. my <laughs> usual, Michael, I spray it right. Mm-hmm into the woods and i'm walking over to go pick up my ball and a guy in a suit in a picture i'm on a golf course yeah a guy in a suit comes over to me he goes i need you to stay right there and i went excuse me he goes just stay right there it'll make sense to you in a second and i go okay and i'm standing and so i don't start moving he puts up an arm bar you know like right next to me right 
And so now I'm like, all right, something weird's going on. And right when he puts the arm bar up, Zoom. Ronald Reagan comes <laughs> by oh, looking for his ball nice. in a cart nice. with two Secret Service guys. And then he goes, have a great day. Yeah. Well, let me go. That was so, it. So when I met Reagan, he was campaigning in 1984 against Mondale. And remember, at that point, he was- Geraldine Ferraro was Geraldine his Ferraro vice president. Running back. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, I think he won two states. And, One and, state. Minnesota. That was it. Minnesota. Yeah. 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 Home state. Oh, right. And that yes. was it. So uh, Reagan was doing this kind of Q&A with the students. So I would introduce uh, the student. This is uh, uh, Joe from Maumee or Perrysburg or whatever, and he'd ask a question. So the Secret Service is right behind me. They're telling me what to say. So the Secret Service, after like 10 questions, says, uh, tell, tell uh, the president this will be the last question. And I said, Mr. President, this will be the final question. Huh? Eh, eh. Like he didn't get it. Didn't get it. I said. I. I said this will be the final question, Mr. President. Eh, eh. So he was already starting. Correct. And yeah. then I went. I said it's the final question. I like snapped at Reagan. <laughs> 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 I said this will be the last question. You Mr. were no President. longer invited oh, after I that one. Not. I'm Turn up the hearing aid, man. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Wow. Mace, when did you go from being a young Republican to an old? Um, I don't know what you are. I mean, independent. I don't know what you are now. I, I don't talk about my politics. Oh, really? Well, you talk about your previous politics, but not your current politics. Correct. I don't talk about my current so politics. So when did you give up the young Republican thing? Was that like after family ties went off the air? Uh, it was about the time I started to go with guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and realized that the Republican Party did not embrace your right. team it's as not, much as perhaps fully. the other side. Not fully. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so what do you got, Mace? What did you do on your day off? Well, I had two days off, first of all. I'd like How was, was that? I mean, did you miss us? Did Friday you miss the radio? Oh, that's I, right. I did miss the... I, I'm always afraid when I go away, I'm going to be replaced. What? Yeah, he uh, didn't yeah. miss the radio. He called in as Sophie from Venice. Yeah, no, I'm always concerned that I'm going to be replaced. But in this that case... you're not going to be welcome back on the air when you're when you're supposed to be back. Correct. Like, for mm -hmm. a second, when I touched the keypad, it didn't open for me, and oh. I'm like, oh... Maybe my, my key doesn't work the anymore. The station has been retooled. But yeah. I uh, went to a, a really cool kind of hot water spa, mineral water place yeah. out in Desert Hot Springs okay. and just soaked and read. And I read the new John Grisham book, which yeah. is a sequel to The Firm. You seem refreshed. I feel really good. Yeah. And I feel like I look really good. So how long before you go? How long before <laughs> it's you? That Sunday you, swagger shirt. Yeah, it is. How long before you need to take another day off? Uh, well, next week is Thanksgiving. Oh, that's true. So everybody's got time. Right, off that's then. true. We and do. then nothing till Christmas, and then okay. Christmas week I'm off. Okay. Um, uh, but I'm not taking as many days. But Thanksgiving, what? the day before Thanksgiving. What are you guys all smirking? I mean, come on. <laughs> you guys are all like, <laughs> by the laughing. way, the funniest part of that uh, is that we all had the same reaction and did not even right. look at each other. I, all I'm doing is I'm taking the Friday after Thanksgiving <laughs> and then I'm taking Christmas week and that's it this year. Oh, God. Uh, no, Mace, for you, that's great. It is great. That's a great step. No, I'm If proud that's of all he takes off. <laughs> that is. That, that's yeah. it. You're not taking the day before John's, Thanksgiving off? John sounds no, like someone's taking, been in a long marriage. I'm not, take, I'm not taking the day before Thanksgiving. <laughs> Wow. Thanksgiving off. Impressive. Yeah. The day before? No, I'm not. I will be gone. I'll have a game that day. You do have a game? I got a Phoenix against the Warriors, against Clay and those guys. Hey, but Steph got hurt. Yeah, got I didn't even see it. Sprained knees out of a couple of games. Uh, hey, Michael was saying that he thinks Caleb Williams is soft because after the crying. Washington loss, he went and cried. No, I don't have an issue with the crying. I don't either. The Wait a second. Yesterday, you had an issue with the coach from Michigan right, crying. Right, but, there's but a, that was like ridiculous. There's a difference. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. You, why, why can the why can Caleb uh, cry and the coach from Michigan One of them is cry. a child, basically. Uh, so. yeah, he's not no, a he's, child. He's one. He's 21. He's 21. 21. He's, talking a, about he's child. a grown he's ass man. Caleb? Caleb's not a man? Not compared to this grown ass man.
Come who, on. by the way, what are you crying about? Your freaking boss cheated. And you won. Right. right. <laughs> and you were probably relying on signs just... that were stolen by Connor Stallions <laughs> on, a, on a Google K- Caleb Williams' career as a collegiate, the way he expected it to end, ended in, in, in terrible fashion, basically. It all cu- crumbled around him. That's an understandable reason to cry. To cry because you won a game against... Uh, whoever the hell they play, Penn, Penn State. State. And we were up against the world. Yeah, get out of here. You're up against the world because you made your bed this way. Michael, why are you giving George a hand gesture that says, ah, get out of here? <laughs> ah, get you don't go here. run into the stands and cry, cry to your mommy. Come on, after you lose a game, who does that? Hey, you know. Never seen that before. I might Please. cry if the Lakers lose tonight. You know why? Why? Tournament game. Oh, oh there you go. Yeah. They always mean more. Yeah. How do you think the tournament's going, Sedano? The guys seem into it. Yeah. $500,000. I would be too. Yeah, sure. Not a bad gig. That's right. By uh, the way, it's funny because, you know, all this stuff, as as you guys know, gets experimented either in the G League or the WNBA. Mm-hmm. And the G League was the first to do this midseason type tournament. Now, again, those guys only make, you know. I was I mean, going to say they didn't give them 500000 No, though. but the average guy in that league only makes like 50, 60 grand. Mm-hmm. So they were giving those guys 20 grand. Yeah. Um, and so, and there's always like two way guys on those rosters that make good money yeah, because they're on 500. the big club too. And those guys who actually make money in the G League were always like, yeah, we're trying to get these guys their cash. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like they yeah. play hard for their team. Teammates and five hundred grand in the NBA. Ooh. If you're a minimum player, that's, a lot that's half money. your yeah, salary. Sure. If, you're if, LeBron, that's, if you're LeBron, that's a lot of money. So, who's the lowest paid team in the league? They're probably the ones going to play the hardest. Probably the Rockets. Yeah, probably Blazers. The Rockets. Maybe not the Rockets anymore because they got maybe the Blazers now. Yeah, Blazers. Rockets so, paid Van Vliet and, and uh, uh, Dylan. Dylan Isn't Scoot and Henderson Jeff Green. hurt? Right. Yeah, he's hurt. He's been he's out hurt. for a couple of weeks. So probably not Portland. Uh, do you know that uh, Greg Bergman is a Wemby denier? Yeah. What? Denies Wemby. How could he be? He denies Wemby. He's he, about to, Greg, he's about to tip off right now against Chet Holmgren. I know. That's going to be an exciting game. Yeah, that's actually Greg, why don't you think he's why, why don't you think he's for real? Uh, TNT. No, he, do, he, he, do, doesn't, do he doesn't think he's... Like, it's just the same thing over and over. He said he's going to be a bust. He says he's not the same story. He says he's going to get hurt. I, yes, hurt. I don't think he's going to stay healthy. I mean, you'd... I'm not rooting for him to not get healthy. I don't want. I don't like doing this anymore. But if he stays healthy, if he stays healthy, don't you think he's going to be finally driven Perkman over the edge? Multiple time All Star. If he stays healthy, if he stays healthy, he can't be. Then, okay, then. So he's not a denier. Oh, Greg, just admit it. You banned Pepe, and you think Wemby yeah. Nam is we going to be a bust. We've already said who banned Pepe here. Do we uh, want to do don't it again? even start. Was yeah, it Mace, you, Mace? I can't it believe it. Not. That's that is that. Am... That's gay on brown hate. Yes, I would agree. As a brown person, I would agree. That's gay on brown hate. Can't have that. There's no way I would ban Pepe. Well, there's no, no way I would ban Pepe. What's oh, Morales is also shaking his head over there. Yeah, Morales oh, is it. Me- God. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. I, I know this. He didn't say it. it. it, it all is, three words were said. There is no way. He was a way. pause. There's no way Mace would ban Pepe. He no. makes Pepe. I love no, no, but there's Pepe. no way Greg would say Mace ban Wait, Pepe I'm unless the, he did. I'm the only there's guy that no waves way. to Pepe at the game. Yeah, I'm the guy that waves back. Tonight, which means no one will wave at Pepe Montilla because you won't show up for the big tournament game. What's wrong with you? <sighs> You just I, got back, too. I take, Come on, you I can take go the have, fall for this. You could go have dinner in the new exclusive media room. Oh, yeah, that's oh, yeah. true. That's <laughs> the is. size of this studio. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, about uh, this size. The studio's a little bigger than yeah. this. You can <laughs> have it with Jay Moore yeah. at the patio. <laughs> uh, Jay Moore at the patio, yeah. yeah. That's another... You guys see just not going to uh, be tonight. I only go so, when Cappy goes. So when you banned Pepe, like, what was the conversation like? Yeah. Mm. yeah. Did you go to Greg first? 
I never went Pepe? to. I never went did to. Did you Greg. guys say Pepe's becoming a problem? <laughs> no, <laughs> I didn't. Did you? Are you jealous of his llama pictures? His llama and pictures his, are and great. And his blazers, which and are very. Mace, you know he's very popular. Everywhere I go, people talk about Pepe. Pepe has become a phenomenon yeah, since he's been course. on this yeah, station. Yeah. Of course. So why are you telling me? Because I you banned him. I did ban him. Yeah, nobody Bergman is, says you banned him if you didn't this ban him. This is outrageous. Him. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to storm out of here. <laughs> Don't you have the power Wait, to... If anyone's storming out, it's me. It's 412. It's 412. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working overtime. Yeah. I never work overtime. Yeah. Why did you do that, Mace? Is it because he was getting too much airtime or what? I did not ban. I mean Pepe that Mentia. that that actually is a plausible uh, explanation. I agree. Pepe Mentia, my my dear friend. Tomorrow. We will settle this on tomorrow. the air. Tomorrow. My dear oh, wow. friend of thirty years, wow. Pepe Mentia. You know, he's no supposed to come on tomorrow. You might have heard his feelings. I hope he can still. By come the way, oh, makes you know what tomorrow is? Mm. Potpourri of lies. Oh, <laughs> potpourri of lies. We love when Pepe does you the know, game. You know, five questions like, about Joan he's Crawford. So, he's so defensive. The other day, Michael Michael goes. I go, Pepe, can you do the game on Wednesday? He says, Sure. And Michael goes, are you going to ask questions about Joan Crawford? And, and he starts getting mad. I go, how many Raquel Welch questions? And he walks out. Yeah. He's all I He's love like, Potpourri Fair. of Lies because half of the answers are true. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, maybe that's why you banned him. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, that's it. Hey, coming up next, lots of stupidity. A full show. Of sh- oh, 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 no, no. Show? No, not a full show because you were on no. until six. Yeah. yeah. Well, that, that is a full show for you these days. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, Shinano and Cappy's coming for you now. Tomorrow, we're back at one, and I oh. promise you, Pepe will be here. One last thing. there was There's a special appearance later by Michael Thompson right. on the show with Paul White, the that, big show. Yeah, that's what wow. I hear. Wow. There you go. Greatest yeah. interview he's ever. The, George, he's the only guy I've ever seen to make Michael look small. So small. Yeah. yeah. It was super weird. You look, imagine when I was the, uh, what did you call me? The sandwich in between you. You the Oreo between us. <laughs> yeah. Nice. You look like Gary Coleman on different strokes standing next yeah. to those two. Dude. All right, so that's coming up for you. Hey, we're back tomorrow at 1. In the meantime, Cappy, why don't you tell them about some prize picks? All right, George, tell me what you think about this. You ready? Cam Reddish tonight, 10.5 more or less. 10.5 points or yeah. combined? Points. 10.5. Like Is Rui playing today? Yeah. yeah. Maybe no LeBron. Maybe, maybe. If, okay, maybe no LeBron, then I'll give you, go over on Cam Reddish, okay. 10 points. Okay, I'm also, I want to play Wemby tonight. Wemby? Wemby's averaging 18 points per game. Yeah. But the prize picks number is 20 and a half. Mm, he's going against Chet Holmgren. Yeah. I think he's going to go for it today. Go over that too on Wemby, 20 and a half, because he's going to go for it against Holmgren. All right, here, I'm finalizing my picks right now on prize picks. I'm taking more points on, on Wemby at 20 and a half. I'm taking more on Cam Reddish. Everybody's so high on Cam Reddish here over the last couple of games. So I'm going to play Cam Reddish tonight. I just made my selection. Here's what you do. You go to prizepicks.com slash cappy, K-A-P-P-Y. Prizepicks.com slash cappy, K-A-P-P-Y. They will match your first deposit 100% up to 100 bucks. So I put in 100, they put in 100. If you say, hey, I want to put in 50, they'll put in 50. It's on your first deposit. Prizepicks.com slash cappy. And now, I mean, this is getting ridiculous, all right? I'm playing hockey. It was fine to play football. It was a little bit of a stretch for me to play basketball. But now I'm playing hockey on prize picks. This game has got me completely in, man. I mean, I'm just, it changes the way you watch sports. It enhances the level with which you watch sports. Prize picks. Prizepicks.com slash cappy. They'll match that first deposit up to 100%, up to 100 bucks. Get on it now. Prize picks. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. 
You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. It's a live imaging Tuesday. Yeah. You ready, Cappy? Come on. Can you feel me, baby? Come on, brother. Sedano and Cap right now. Bam, ba-da-boop. Beam, ba-da-boop. The LA Afternoon Drive Takeover is on. Sedano and Cappy. On a live imaging Tuesday, producer Lindsay's here, producer Laura. We count you down till 6 o'clock, the Toyota Lakers. Countdown to tip-off. It's an in-season tournament game. Yeah. Which means the court is gold. I can't Jack. wait to see it on TV. Looks great. I can't wait to see it in person. I'll yeah. be in the house tonight. I'll be there tomorrow. I would be. I would have gone today had I not had a game there tomorrow. Oh, but tomorrow you're working for ESPN. Correct. But it's not an in-season tournament game. It'll no. be a regular uh, game against the Sacramento Kings. Coverage begins at 6 o'clock with Slee. Then 7.30 p.m., late tip-off tonight. John Harwin, Michael Thompson have your call. Lakers-Grizzlies, the in-season tournament. Meanwhile, Cappy is in South-South L.A. if you're watching on YouTube and if you're scoring at home. But if you're scoring at home, why are you listening to us? Mm -hmm. Shinato and I are here along with the whole Mishbuka. You guys are looking sweet today. And uh, even though I'm here in South-South, I'm still rocking the goggles today because it's a lit Tuesday. So on a lit Tuesday, it's acceptable to wear sunglasses inside. Mm-hmm. The problem is we don't have a return screen here, as they say in the TV business. Oh, really? We need a return monitor. Well, I guess I could just open my laptop, which you I will sh- do in minutes. You, could, you should, because you should look at what I'm wearing today. You know, today's our Sunday swagger reveal. And we'll do that at 545 this afternoon. Moving it down a little bit, because at 445, Sedano and Michael Thompson will talk to the, Paul White. Paul White, a.k.a. The Big Show. The Big Show, Cappy. Yeah. Love The Big Show. God, I've got so much FOMO that I didn't get a chance to... Talk to the big show dad and get to have a chance to have him grab me around the neck and throw me around a little bit. Although like a we did include you in the conversation at the end, you did. We did. God, I got so yeah, much you little on. crumb of a nacho. Yeah, we mentioned your interaction because you know he's tight with Jericho. They were next door neighbors for like fifteen years. Yeah, crumb of a nacho. I'm yeah. just gonna say this. I think producer Lindsay's microphone was potted up at the same level at Greg's, but producer Lindsay knows how to project, yeah. so she oh, shot sorry. through. No, that's good. No, you did good. Don't worry about it. It's yeah. okay. The processing will take care of it on the back end. But she knows how to project. It seems like louder than corporate Greg. But Cappy, wow. so basically we recorded probably what, like 30 minutes with him, Lindsay. Oh, wow. And then, so we're airing about half of it. And then the other half will be podcast exclusive on the Sedano and Cap podcast feed. Which hey, you know you can always get on the all new ESPN LA app. Just like you can listen to Lakers basketball in crystal clear, clear digital audio. Just search ESPN LA in your app store or Google Play. Corporate Greg mad that I made the projection comment. He just you know, came by the glass and, and he, yelled at me. He did, did he? Really, did he project when he yelled? I think so. He might have, yeah. I mean, it's soundproof, so we really didn't know. But Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Hey, you know that ESPN LA app, Christopher? The that new is ESPN where, uh, That is where LeBron listens, you know. You know, I'm wish. here's the one thing I miss about you not being here. I can't shoot a Nerf gun. Why? At you. Well, I mean, you, I did yesterday. I shot it at the screen. At why the would you phone. need to shoot it at me today? Because you're annoying me already. With what part? Actually, you've been annoying me a lot the last few days. 
Yeah, I kind of feel the same way about you. No, because why is that? Let, let, hold on. Let's since we're going to talk, I want to talk about the Lakers and the Zach Levine thing in the next segment. But let's just hash this out. All yeah, right, go ahead, Chris. What have I? He's asking for so many things. He's acting like everything is just an inconvenience for him. What is inconvenient for him? Go ahead. What Gavin. can you say on you the tell air? Me. I'm not going to say anything on the air. Go ahead. Okay, he's just he's he's complaining about everything. Are you complaining, Cappy? I would like to hear. Got to drive so far away. I don't tell him to live in a palace in Cardiff by the sea. Mm-hmm. I don't tell him to live there. It's not that's my not problem. That's not what I'm complaining about. Oh, I'm so tired. I'm so overworked. But that's not what I'm complaining about. George, have you not heard what I've been complaining about? What have you been complaining about, Mister Mister Big Market over here? Uh huh. All right. It turns out he and I are about to like share a bed. Oh yeah, I heard well, about this. Well, because you have a last minute request that we 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 made so, it come together. So my understanding is you want a room for an event, correct, Cappy? Thursday night at Yamaha right, because we have right. to go to the Head Sunday Swagger headquarters the next day. Correct. And I shouldn't say we have to; we get to. Right. Yeah, we but, want to. But you had requested a room a while ago, Chris. No, nobody no? requested a room. Okay. Because I thought the plan was Cappy was going to drop me off in OC on his way to South South LA. Then he's complaining yesterday, blowing me up. Okay, how he needs a room. He needs a room. And I'm mm. like, well, what am I going to do then? He's like, oh, no, Lindsay will bring you back to downtown L.A., right. and then you figure out your way Friday. I uh, go, well, that's not fair to me. Wait, all right, so let's bring in Lindsay here in this Producer equation. Lindsay Baseball. That's not fair to me. For a moment. So, Lindsay, was that uh, was that all addressed to you and, and laid upon your doorstep? Well, I did see an email from Cap to um, our – MCs like, hey, you know, can we, can I, I'm going to stay, so I think I need a room that night, but Christopher and I happened to be at the Lakers game Sunday, Sunday night. night when this was all being, trying to figure it oh. out. Oh, and now, when Cappy sent out an email, you said? Yes, he sent out an email to like me, Christopher, um, bunch David, of people. Kent, yeah, a bunch of people, right. and then I said, don't worry, and he's like, well, now I'm going to have to stay, and I was like, well, don't worry, I got you, because, you know, I... I gamble at Yamava. I win a lot of money, and they want me to keep coming back because, you know, they love me because I so win money there. But now we can only get one room. Well, I only had access to one on and my There's app, no guarantee you know? that it's two queen beds. It might be one king. Right, so you, had, you may be going uh, caboose to caboose. We might go dump truck to dump truck. Right. That's right. And, and I might have to whisper in his ear, hey, king. <laughs> I, I mean, I could call and like arrange, probably arrange to get the two queens, but I feel like this is better for the bit if I don't. Yeah. George, you know, I've been trying to, in this Movember, mm-hmm. I've been trying to grow a mustache. I see it, yes. Okay? Yeah. And and really, for me, I'm not man enough to grow facial hair. Right. Like a real man. Yeah. But but I can like maybe, maybe like grow a little bit of a goatee, mm-hmm. but I can't have the mustache without the goatee. Chris actually said to me today off air, are you planning on shaving that thing before you and I share a bed together? And I said, why is that? And I think he's worried that I'm going to like take my little goatee and tickle the back of his neck in the middle of the night. I don't want him to wake up midnight, mid-overnight, uh, I should say, and like think that I'm Rachel next to him. And that all of a sudden he just goes to town or something. Because I'm sure that's what happens. You think that I'm going to reach over in the middle of the night and feel you up and think that you're Rachel and go to town all over you? I'm not saying that you're going to feel me no, up and yeah, think no I'm Rachel. I think that what's going to happen is you are just going to like, hey, babe, I like, turn over and not realize it's me. And then obviously then things will stop or they continue. Who knows where we go from there, as somebody once said. Yeah. Um, wow. I'm going to tell you to turn <laughs> over. Wow. wow. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Well, hey, I don't know babe. what goes on. Hey, babe, turn over. No, do it as Sammy Davis Jr. You know, hey, man, 
I'm quelling right now. Why don't you just turn over, Ben? I don't know okay? why you're giving me no respect around here, Cappy. What are you, uh, you know, just turn over, man. Okay. Oh my God, me and Chris are going to share a room at Yamava, and perhaps a bed. It's going to be like the early days of our careers, right? When we had to go to Super Week, when we were all starting out, and you had to share rooms with everybody. Remember? Now, that could I mean, happen too. I mean, listen, we, we've shared a 22-inch glizzy at Yamava. We could probably, if we had to, share a California King, but I'm going to say something in advance. <laughs> right. I'm very uncomfortable. No, you're not. Because well, it's, I'm not worried about you me. You played sports well, and, and athletics. And Bill Russ actually just uh, mentioned something in Sedano and Cap Circle of Trust, which you could be part of if you go to this community section on Twitter, search Sedano and Cap, and you can apply for membership there. Uh, Bill Russ says, don't forget Cappy sleeps naked. Should be fun for Chris. That's oh, true. Oh, are you going to? That's true. I do, generally. Well, that's fine. It just don't get too close to me. Mm-hmm. I don't know, Listen, man. I'm very confident. Just don't in- get too close to me. <laughs> I'm very confident. In my manhood and, and stuff. I, I'm not worried. Chris, do yeah. you snore? So, because of the hole in the nostril, there's yeah. a whole thing that we do, which don't worry about it. What do you I, got, like one of those scuba units that you take? No, no, no. I will, uh, I'll put the little ex- separator that you put here, like right on the tip of your nostril, and mm, it kind of opens up the nostrils. Yeah. Then I'll vaporub, vaparu. Vaparub. My entire nostril there for okay. you, and my sinus area. All right, that's And then sexy. I'll put the hostage tape on, which means the good thing about the hostage tape <laughs> yeah, what is, is you would have to untape me to try to do anything foul, so that's mm-hmm. good. And I'll wake up if you untape me. Mm-hmm. So I'll be taped up. And I'll now, make sure to. Dr- oh. I will be on the end of the California King just in case. I have a question. Do though. you is, snore? It, I do not snore, but I do have violent uh, dreams at night where I sometimes all of a sudden fall off the side of the bed. <laughs> you know, as you may have heard. I will film you if you fall off the bed. <laughs> what if this happens, though? You ready? What if in the middle of the night I don't wake up, roll over, and whisper sweet nothings in your ear and say, hey, babe, you know, turn around, that kind of a deal <laughs> like you suggested? What if you turn around on me? And you think that I'm imported Riverside Heat because we're in Yamava, and then you think that I'm something that I'm not. Well, I'd still have to untape. So you're, you still have time to wake me up. Whoa. So, so there's no chance we're getting two rooms at Yamava. We're getting the Lindsay hookup room. We're not getting no, two rooms. Nobody said anything we're, about no chance yet. We're definitely getting one room. The, the difference is, is it one bed or two? Wow, we should. You know, what we should do on Thursday night after we get off the air. We should go to the Pines Steakhouse. Okay. While we're there, is it named after our owner Sam, Sam Pines? Pines? That's correct. Yeah. Okay. That's right. We should do that, Christopher. We're, have face, ourselves... we're FaceTiming Rachel from the bed. Oh yeah, Chris wants to FaceTime Rachel. Boy, how's that going to go? Mm, not well. Told, have you told her you're sleeping in a bed with me yet? Have not. And we're going have, caboose to caboose? Have not told her that the dump trucks <laughs> might be working overtime. Have not told her about that. Um, well, Cappy, you guys figure that out. I, I actually am rooting for this now. Real quick, Cappy, I want to finish the dump truck conversation, but why don't you tell us about Yamava here for a second? Well, I think we've, we've been telling everybody about Yamava. Here's what's going to happen. On Thursday, me, Chris... Lindsay Baseball, DeMarco Farr, the Super Bowl champion. We are all going to be at Yamava at the 909, the greatest sports bar on the planet. Over 150 LED screens. I mean, some of them are like monster movie screens. You'll see the games from everywhere. 32 different craft beers. you got to try a bunch of them. Um, and then you got four different restaurants that are all out of this world. Seriously. Um, tai Chi is my favorite because I've been getting that fried rice, beef, and broccoli deal going. So the food is great. The beer, the TVs, the game, and probably the best part, talk about burying the lead, is that Lindsay Baseball gives away $1,000. So $250 in cash 
every quarter. So make your plans, drop whatever it is you're doing, and meet us tomorrow at the 909 at Yamava Resort and Casino. And then you'll have to stay tuned on Friday to hear what happens in those rooms. Good job, Cappy. Cappy, you and I are going to talk about what's happening in some other rooms on the other side. Do you know what that means? No, but I can't wait to hear it. Oh, I'm going to tell you what happens in some of these rooms right around this time of year. We'll get to that coming up in a second. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. 4.30 in the Southland. A live imaging Tuesday on Sinato and Cappy. Today is National Pickle Day. Like actual pickles? I think so. Okay. And on this day in 1991, MJ, black or white, the video, I remember this video, it aired on Fox, MTV, BET, VH1, all together at the same time, right after an episode of The Simpsons. And you know, back then, Sedano, it was an event. Like, I remember my parents letting me get pizza, yeah. and like, kids came over, friends came over, because it was like an event, the black or white video coming out. That's the one that had magic, yeah. Macaulay Culkin in there. Right, and there was like the Egyptian stuff going the on. The Egyptian stuff? Yeah. Walk oh, like really? an Egyptian. You don't know? No, I'm trying to remember that one. Okay, was that, you, did you say Magic Johnson? Yeah. Yeah, Magic and Macaulay Culkin, huh? Yeah, and others. There were other celebrities in there. You're right, though. Those The release of these Michael Jackson videos back then, they were major events. Huge events. Well, it, I remember him and Madonna. I remember the Like a Prayer video was sponsored by um, Pepsi, and it was super controversial, uh, which a lot of stuff she did, particularly when it came to music videos, was very controversial. Um, but yeah, it also aired like on regular over-the-air national television. Yeah, yeah. Was it the uh, thriller video that was like the fifteen-minute yeah. version where yeah. his eyes turned green? Yeah, and he's like, "I have to tell you something. I'm not like other guys." And everybody's like on the edge of their seat, like, "What's he going to tell her? What do you mean you're not like other guys? We what do you mean?" Cut that up as a drop for you. I'm you like not that? like other guys. <laughs> By the way, it's also National American Teddy Bear Day, and 805 Raider in the COT tweeted a video of you and I when we have to sleep together at Yamava on Thursday night. Mm-hmm. That I would definitely be the bear in that video, I'm guessing. What does that make me? Like a little rabbit? No, just like a normal human being. And I'm kind of in this video that 805 Raider, it's a gif that like I'm snuggling on you. I guess I would be the big spoon in this scenario. Oh, really? I don't think any spooning is required on Thursday night. Keep your distance. I, please. I just, I see you and me in a bed together exactly the way I see like Steve Martin and John Candy in planes, trains, yes. and automobiles. There we go. You know? Um, Those aren't pillows. Just to get back to real quick, before we get back to planes, trains, and automobiles and your cabooses, um, 
the the Michael Jackson thing, just mm-hmm. to point out and add to that, Madonna was actually first. Oh, like a prayer was done first with Pepsi on national over the air television. Two hundred fifty million people watched it worldwide because it also aired in obviously different countries internationally right. as well. Michael Jackson did it two years later with Black or White, hmm. and it aired on Fox as you mentioned, and a worldwide audience of five hundred million That's viewers. That's yeah. insane. Yeah. So Thriller was released like in a movie theater, right? Wasn't that the thing with Thriller? It was in the theaters, I believe. I don't remember specifically, but I can Google it if you give me a second. Yeah, well, you do that. We'll talk more about Thursday night. When uh, no, it was MTV. Oh, it was MTV. Yeah. But not a net, not a he, national audience. No, it was an MTV audience, okay. but it was the movie theater was the date he was on during the, oh, uh, that's what it is. the original part of it. Well, yeah. I know you guys are going to talk Lakers in a moment. Don't forget, Friday, we're going to be at Sunday Swagger, the headquarters in Yorba Linda. Cappy, Mace, Corporate Greg, Producer Lindsay, myself, as they begin their Black Friday sale. So be sure to come press the flesh. It's open to the public. Going to be a party, party, old party. So if you got to get your holiday shopping done and you love the Sunday swagger that your models give you every week, this is the time to come out and buy. This is the time to get your holiday shopping done and make sure to see us. We'll take pictures in Sunday Swagger. How can there be anything better, Cappy? Well, I'm right now, I'm wearing my holiday shirt from last year because I'm going places now. Like, I was in an airport the other day, and I thought it was Christmas already. Like, they already had the whole airport completely decorated for Christmas. So I'm kind of already today getting into the spirit. Don't forget, if you go to sundayswagger.com and use our promo code 710, you save 15%. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's Friday, 1 to 5.30 p.m. at the headquarters of Sunday Swagger. And more details on social media, the address, and everything else. Uh, So, Cappy... Speaking of swagger, um, Mm. the Lakers are in short order of it, and there's been chatter that Zach Levine could end up being a Laker. So Sham Sharani of The Athletic today reported that Zach Levine could be on the way out of Chicago. It's not a huge surprise that they would be looking to retool, rebuild, and he's the most obvious player on the roster to move on from. He's young. He just signed a big contract. And they could recoup a lot of assets in theory in a trade for Zach Levine. And, of course, the Lakers are always going to be included in these conversations, which, by the way, for all full transparency, I should also mention, to my knowledge, and maybe this has changed, but at least last season, Rich Paul was also Zach Levine's agent. But um, Appreciate the transparency. Yeah, that, to my knowledge, as of last year. I don't know if that's continued. Because, look, guys change agents all the time, so I don't, I don't know, but I know last year that was the case. So there is an easiness to make that happen potentially – but you'd have to give up a lot to get Zach Levine. You'd have to give up D'Angelo Russell, which I don't think is a huge deal, right? Like we've talked about D'Angelo Russell kind of being the guy that would probably get moved in a deal like this. Um, but then you'd probably have to move Rui and the kid you drafted, Hood Shafino, and you'll have to definitely give up picks, at least one pick, uh, maybe more. Um, and he makes 40, he's going to make somewhere between 40 and $50 million over the next four to five years. Uh, I think a total of about 215 over yeah, the next four also, or five yeah. years. Yeah. Uh, so it's not like it's cheap uh, to bring him in. He's You're basically saying that he's your third best player um, and you are going with a big three again in a lot of ways. Um, I would look at it like this. You're basically saying, to use the way you started it, he's your replacement for LeBron. I don't think he's the replacement for LeBron. Well, I don't think so either. Yeah. I don't think so either. So this is what I'm getting I would, at. Here's, you don't want to tell you what I think? I would not make the move for Zach Levine if I'm the Lakers. I'm with you 100%. Yeah. First and foremost, when I saw the number, four years and $215 million, I, I thought to myself, well, somebody's going to have to do a lot of math 
to make that contract work on this team. And that probably means a lot of guys would have to go. And you mentioned D'Angelo Russell. Okay, not, not the end of the world. We've talked about why they signed him to the deal they gave him and, and that it was movable. Okay, that, that's no problem. But I am not even close to ready to move on from Rui. Not for a, listen, Zach Levine's a nice player, okay? But I, I would like to see how this team, how it plays out this year. Now, if you tell me that you're going to go make this kind of move for a player that's a star player like Levine, who's got, you know, Southern California, LA ties, and um, I mean, to me, you have to, you, to, to have that kind of a contract, you've got to be the guy that's going to take over for LeBron. Yeah, I don't think he's that player. Um, I actually don't love him even with LeBron and AD, to be honest with you. I mean, look, could it make could they make it work? Yes. But he's not a, a plus defender. He's very athletic. He can be a little he can get streaky with his three point shooting in a good way and a bad way at times. And I I just feel like he's you know, I think the biggest not complaint, I don't want to use that phrase. Okay, but I would say the biggest um drawback to I think D'Angelo Russell on this team is that I think at times he needs the ball a little too much, and he likes to do the whole probing thing and pick and roll and just kind of like, you know, tap, tap, you know, dribble, dribble. I'm going to kind of dribble the air of the ball a little bit. I don't feel like that works on a LeBron team very often, Um, and Zach Levine has some of that with him. Not to say that he would be different for a year or two maybe with LeBron and AD, and I'm sure he'd love to be. Here's a West Coast kid, grew up in Washington State, but – I just don't – I don't love the fit. I don't love the finances. I don't love the future prospects of it because I guess technically you can move him down the road if you had to. But I just – I don't love it. I would not invest those assets in a player like Zach Levine if it were me. Let me ask you this. He's got four years left on this contract, right? You think LeBron James – This is the is gonna, first year of it, yes. Okay. You think LeBron James is going to be playing in the NBA in four years? I would probably venture to guess no. Let me rephrase it. Do you think LeBron James will be playing for the Lakers – in three years from now? Probably not. Okay. You think LeBron's playing next year? Yes. You think LeBron's playing two years from now? Maybe. Okay, for the Lakers? Perhaps. But perhaps not, right? Perhaps not. Okay, so here's what I'm going to get at. If you take Zach Levine right now, and you think to yourself, when LeBron is done... We've got Anthony Davis making, I'm just using round numbers, $50 million, Mm -hmm. and we've got Zach Levine making $50 million. You want to have $100 million wrapped up into one guy who's always hurt and one guy who is not really an upper superstar. superstar. He's not a superstar. He's a really, really good NBA player. Yeah. But he is not going to pair with Anthony Davis, and you go, oh, we got Anthony Davis and we got Zach Levine. Oh my goodness, we're prepped and ready for a title run and we got a hundred million dollars no, wrapped up into those two not. guys. No. That's why I don't like it either. Yeah, I don't I don't love it. Now, there's a guy on the Chicago roster I would certainly get, um, which would cost way less. It would still cost you draft capital. Uh it's Alex Caruso. I would bring him back in a heartbeat. Yeah, I mean, listen, everybody loved Caruso when he was here, and he's one of those guys that he does things that he he just is an 110% effort guy at all times. He's arguably you know, and I mean he's not he's arguably one of the best perimeter defenders in the sport. 
Cappy, you hung in there more than we thought you would in this whole conversation. Really? How come? Well, listen, Sedano's got to tell us about something because we got Paul White coming up next. So we can, we're going to do this in a little bit. Yeah, we can get back to it, but I'm just, uh, you know, look, are you saying Caruso's not worth it either? Well, I don't know. It depends on what you have to give up for him. Well, you're going to have to give a pick and you're going to have to match the salary. He makes $10.5 million. That doesn't bother me because at least to me, Caruso's a winner, a championship caliber player. Yeah. Okay. So you're in on Caruso. Yeah, I like Caruso. Okay. All right. Well, there you go. You know who else I like? Tell me. Jacob and Ronnie. He's aight. Yeah, he's a huge Laker fan. I think he's a huge Caruso fan, actually, if I recall correctly. And if you're a motorcyclist, you love the freedom of beating traffic by splitting the lanes, making the rest of us jealous, so you'll be home faster than we will. And honestly, now that I mention that, that is exactly the way I feel when I see I'm like, man, must be nice. But there, of course, is a huge risk when riding a motorcycle. Yep, it all it takes is just one person to be distracted and not see you when they're switching lanes or whatever. And obviously, motorcycle accidents are usually more serious than regular auto accidents. So call Jacob immediately after a motorcycle accident, okay? 844-24-JACOB. That's 844-24-JACOB. Jacob has more than 25 years of experience helping motorcyclists. He knows your rights, and he can help you get the medical care you need without waiting, guys, which is incredibly important because you're much more vulnerable as a motorcyclist. So if you or a friend or a loved one has been injured in a motorcycle accident, Call Jacob at 844-24-JACOB and let him help you get back on your bike and once again be the king of the road. Guys, a lot of attorneys say they'll fight for you. Man, you call Jacob, he'll win for you. So call him at 844-24-JACOB. That's 844-24-JACOB. 844-24-JACOB. Visit him online at calljacob.com. Cappy's out. Michael Thompson in, along with Paul White, a.k.a. The Big Show, a wrestling legend, next. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Corner in front of 5 o'clock on a live imagery Tuesday on Sedano and Cap. Play and remember the time, because I made the mistake when I said the black and white video with Magic. He was in the Remember the Time, which also was a big event. I remember getting pizza for that one, too. I think that one was on TGIF, ABC. Meanwhile, in just a moment, Paul White, formerly The Big Show, will join us. Don't forget, AEW Collision this Friday at the Kia Forum. It will air live on TNT. And then... AEW Full Gear pay-per-view this Saturday, also at the Kia Forum. That's live on pay-per-view. Tickets for all events can be purchased via AEWTix.com and Ticketmaster.com. Meanwhile, it is time for Paul White. Take it away, shit out All right, welcome back. Michael Thompson is joining us here, but you are not the most important person in this studio at the moment. Because Cappy's out, you're in, but Paul White, wrestling legend, is here. You played Papa Shot with him. Mm-hmm. You barely beat him. How could you have barely beat him? You were an NBA player. True. He's a giant of a man. True. But you should have beaten him by more playing Papa Shot. No, right? not really, because you got to remember, Paul White didn't start off as a wrestler. He started off as a basketball player at Wichita State. That's and he, fair. And he was a man with a good shooting touch. But and it's been a minute, is what I So would what? Say. It's like riding a bike. When's the last time you rode a bike? It, it doesn't matter. Once you can shoot, you can always shoot. And that's what Paul White showed that no matter how long it's been since he's played, he still has that shooting touch. My gosh, do I love this man. Mm. I want to take him everywhere with me. He <laughs> makes me feel so good about me. It's like, it's like you know, he's like... 
Thank you, Michael. Thank yeah. you very much. I, I, yes, I do have a shooting touch. Yes, I do. Thank it you. was nice. Once you went one-handed, it was very well, impressive. Well, the funny thing is, is my big Cro-Magnon hands, it was a little hard to get the balance right on that ball. So I was, I think I was squeezing a little hard, but once I got a, got in the flow of it, it started working a little bit better. But again, you can't compete with a two-time NBA champion and pop a yeah. shot. That's just, uh, it's, I'm very flattered that I did that well. Yeah, and uh, I would like to honestly say that's the first time I think I've ever played that game sober. So, <laughs> As most of us have not yeah, played sober. So I, I seem to remember a long time ago I was really good at that and was two-handed at left and right-handed, but <laughs> uh, I believe there might have been some kind of inebriation involved. Take me back, though, like when you're growing up, right? Because you mentioned your Cro-Magnon man <laughs> yes, hands. Yes. Like, at what point was this like... <laughs> Okay, what am I going to do with myself because I'm such a large human being? Well, it started really early. It's not like I just shot up all of a sudden. I remember turning six years old. I was four foot ten and one hundred and one pounds. Whoa! At six years old, and I remember my sister at the time made fun of me. I mean, you could see my ribs, but I was a very square kid. I had these really wide shoulders. She goes, I don't know why it traumatized me as a kid, but she's like. You're like really square. You've got a square head, square shoulders, and square hands. I'm not square. <laughs> you know, like that was the big thing. I remember being a kid and, and tipping the scales at over 100 pounds, and I think my kindergarten teacher was maybe five foot tall. So I was like looking my kindergarten teacher in the eye. So 6'2 at 12, 6'8 at 14, uh, 7 foot at 17. So, you know, I've always had to deal with that. Uh, being larger than everything else around me kind of thing. And I'm, I'm blessed for it. I mean, it gave me a beautiful career. I can't complain. One of your best works, because when it first came out, was like, oh, come on, this is not going to work, George Sedano. But uh, you definitely pulled it off as you and Floyd Mayweather and the oh, feud. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Floyd's like smaller than George Sedano. Oh, I mean, Sedano. I mean, bigger than Floyd. Wade. Exactly. Yeah. But yet, there he is. You two guys are going to square off. And uh, did Floyd actually break your nose because he didn't know what he was doing? No, he did because I told him to. What? Originally, this was supposed to be a tag. It was supposed to be Dave Batista and Rey Mysterio versus Floyd Mayweather and myself. And going into this, just before we started this angle, Dave had torn, uh, I believe, a lat or a tricep, and uh, Mysterio had torn a bicep. So both these guys are injured and out. So then they came to me and were like, hey, would you work with Floyd in a singles? I'm like, absolutely. <laughs> this is easy. And uh, Floyd was great. When we... Uh, I, I gotta say, I have nothing but good things to say about Floyd Mayweather. My experiences with him and his team, his uh, his willingness to understand what it takes to promote things in wrestling. He understood the wrestling business, and uh, his attitude on the workouts and stuff like that was great. Uh, the biggest thing was calming him down on a lot of stuff he wanted to do, because it's like, dude, you're worth half a billion dollars right now. Let's <laughs> let's calm down. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. But when uh, we did that angle, I told him, I said, listen, I'm gonna get on one knee. And I had spent a year doing some boxing. So believe it or not, at that time, I know it sounds crazy, but when you're boxing every day, getting punched in the face isn't that big of a deal. Right. You get used to it. It's Getting punched in the face is only awkward if you've never been punched in the face. If you've been punched in the face a lot, it's not that big a deal. So I told Floyd, I said, listen, break my nose. Don't shove it through the back of my head so I look like I'm from Rocky. Yo. <laughs> you know, like I still want to remain remotely as handsome as I can. But uh, you gotta you gotta pop me in the nose and, and and break my nose so that we can get this thing off and running. He was like, "You want me to do what?" 
I said, I need you to clip me in the nose and break my nose. I said, you know, when you just tip the cartilage on the end, it'll bleed. We'll all be good. I said, but, very important, when you do that, please run. Because there's going to be about 8 to 10 seconds. If I get my hands on you, I'll kill you. Because that's just who I am. And I know as soon as I taste blood in the back of my throat, I'm going to need to pull something apart, like your arm or your neck. So, just do it and run. <laughs> but why would you be mad if you told him to do it? Because that's just adrenaline. Oh, listen, it's fake. But you know, there's still a berserker on the inside. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. Yeah. So I know this about myself. So I'm pre-warning. Like I might get mad and clobber the hell out of you. So you're worth half a billion. So please just run, and that'll be good. So when he incredible did, self-awareness, by the way, it, it was. Yes. It was very critical. Yes. So when he did it, I was blown away at how fast he was. Yeah. Because I was used to sparring with other heavyweights and stuff like that. And, you know, they're fast, especially pro boxers. But dude was like grease lightning. Mm-hmm. Like, And then it was like, I, th- I thought he hit me like three times. He hit me like five or six times. It was like, bam, 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 bam. And then he threw a left hook and just tipped the edge of my nose perfectly. And, man, that hot blood hit the back of my throat, and I came alive. And he took off running, and I went after him. And I remember I grabbed somebody that I thought was him. And it wasn't, it was one of the decoys. They had like mallard duck decoys that were dressed just <laughs> like them, same size. So, right, right. you know what I mean? Like yeah. they were really smart yeah. on how they planned it out. So, uh, and uh, I remember everybody was terrified to get around me. And I remember Shane McMahon, who's a very dear friend, who was absolutely no fear, Shane O'Mac, was like, uh, he comes over and he's like, you okay? And I remember, and it's on camera, I'm tasting the blood. And I went, yeah, I'm good. And Shane goes, that was awesome. (laughs) It was. And then right away, I knew we were off and uh, we had a good thing going. And they had to actually call Mayweather to come back to the venue because he jumped in the car and left. Right. Like, well, you told him to run. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't mean leave the building. (laughs) Give me a little bit to get my senses back together. (laughs) And uh, he came in in Vince's office and he was like, are you okay? I'm like, dude, we are golding. This is great, great business. And... And uh, I had a lot of fun with him. That was great. That was my first solo main eventing, uh, one of the at the time one of the company's biggest pay per views. So I'm super proud to do it all. The only thing it was is after our match at WrestleMania, uh, Floyd's grandma uh, had me in the corner at the uh, VIP tent where all the friends and family were, and she chewed my ass out for touching her grandbaby. <laughs> like Floyd had to come over and save me because Big Mama had me in the corner, yeah. was giving me the. The right act. Yeah, the what for pretty quick. I was pretty sure she was about to break my nose for me again, too. So she was pretty mad. I'm a big fan of all you guys. You know, I'm a wrestling addict, uh, Paul. But uh, obviously my guy growing up and in my adulthood is Ric Flair. I yeah. mean, to me. Me too. To me, it, it, too. it actually makes me mad, George, when they say John Cena's the greatest champion or the greatest wrestler of all time. Because no. I said, come on, man. You, nobody can replace well, Ric Flair. But I don't um, know how you feel about it. But what's it like working with Rick And what's he like? Rick is amazing. Uh, my first night working with Ric Flair, I had flown into some small town somewhere, and I remember coming down the, the stairs of the escalator going to baggage claim, and Flair's already there. He's got his bag, and he's got his robe and a, like a suit carry bag over his arm. And he looks at me and goes, what kind of car did you get, Tadpole? Because I was green. I hadn't been in the business very long. Yeah. I said, I've got a Cadillac DeVille. He says, I'm with you. And in my mind, I'm like, holy crap, Ric Flair's riding with me. Okay. So I ride with Ric Flair. We go to the show. I ended up wrestling Rick that night, which I didn't know I was wrestling him. You know, he says to me, he says, all right, kid, here's the rules. Sell your nuts, sell your eyes, see you out there. 
and that's all he told me about the match. <laughs> so sell your nuts, sell your eyes. That's that was it. Yeah. What does I'm that thinking. mean? What does that mean? That means if he pokes me in the eyes, sell it. Yeah. If he kicks me, in the oh ball, yeah. sell, sell it. Other than that, yeah. don't sell anything outside duty. Yeah. And uh, then after that match, uh, we were in the car, and I thought we were going to go get something to eat because I was hungry. And then he had plans at a at a bar, and we closed the bar down. And I'm pretty sure I wound up. Thank God there weren't cell phone cameras then, but I'm pretty sure I wound up on a stage in my underwear, hammered by the end of that night. <laughs> to the next week, when I got to to uh, Nitro, uh, some of the executives pulled me aside and told me I wasn't allowed to travel with Ric Flair anymore. <laughs> you <have> that influence. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, ask Rick that story. He dies laughing. He's like, they wouldn't let me hang out with the kid. Yeah, um, yeah Rick was awesome. Who was the guy that you worked with the most that you enjoyed working with the most? Like, John all, Cena. I, who's that? John Cena. Oh well, there you go. That's why you may have you took exception. To <laughs> I took exception to it because uh, they're they're different. They're different types of wrestlers. To compare the two, they're completely different. But I look at someone that um, did so much for our company, did so much for the other talent around him. And that did so much for me personally. Um, I never, John and I talked about what we were going to do in a match maybe twice in the entire times that we worked together. He went out with John Cena. I went out and, and did my character. And whatever the finish was they wanted, we did. And the rest of it was two guys that just worked hard and respect each other. And I fought him all over the world, from Beijing, China, to South Africa, Australia, everywhere. So for me... As a talent and a coworker, like you, you knew you were going to uh, make money working with him. You knew it was going to be safe. You knew the guy was going to treat your character with a lot of respect, and there wasn't, there was going to be zero drama and absolute professionalism. So, when I look back and say who I had the most fun with and and uh, was the uh, most pleasurable to work with, it was definitely John. Now, guys that pushed me to the next limit, Undertaker used to give me anxiety. Because <laughs> Undertaker was like a mentor, yeah. and he was, it was so important for me for so many years to earn his respect that I was just a wound up ball of nerves wrestling Undertaker. Um, as far as guys that I've gone there and duked it out with, Brock and Sheamus, you know, I used to wrestle Brock every night for over a year and a half, like four nights a week, I was wrestling Brock. I used to call him Hammer because he was like wrestling a hammer. Yeah. You know, Sheamus. Um, was one of the feuds towards the end of my career there that we had a great feud and I remember sitting on my bus. I did the Madden thing for a while where I had my own tour, but I would fly in, but I didn't rent cars or stay in hotels. I had my own bus. I remember sitting on my bus and I'm covered in all these yellow, green, purple bruises, like my legs, my stomach, my chest, my arms. And I'm sitting there looking at myself going, is there something wrong with my liver? Yeah. Like, what, the, what the hell's wrong with me? Then I go back and watch the tape from the night before where it's Seamus just beating the bejesus out of me. <laughs> and then I realize, oh, yeah, I'm beating the bejesus out of him, too, because, like, his chest is all scarred up and he's got bruises all over. And um, it was just a good uh, it was a good fight with Seamus, and I, I, I respected that and had a good time. With I always that. say I want to take a chair shot. Does a chair shot hurt? It sucks. Really? It does hurt. It sucks. Yeah, it's a flat piece of steel. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's not one of those kind of things that's like, if, I mean, if it hits in the head, it'll give you a concussion mm -hmm. and... And all that, but it's a very sudden, wide whack to the back that if you don't know how to breathe or hold your breath mm. or keep your lungs expanded, um, yeah, it sucks. And chair shots, you will feel 
two or three days later. Wow. Can you do my partner who's not here? Uh, Michael's here with me, thankfully. But Cappy, who would he wants to, one day he, he we had Jericho on. He told him he wanted to be his manager, <laughs> and Jericho called him. You couldn't be my manager. You're a radio hack. You're a crumb of a nacho. Um, wow. Can, can you can you choke slam Jericho for my partner Cappy or no? No, that well, partner. Here's the thing. No, I know, but you turn on him is what I'm saying. <laughs> here's my thing. Jericho's probably one of my oldest friends in this. Business. I love him. I, the Y2J character to me was like the biggest thing I'd ever seen in and my for time. For 14 years in Tampa, he was my next door neighbor. No way. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, so we love him. Odds We've of, had him on what twice, right? We've yeah. had him on odds twice. of yeah. me turning on Chris Jericho are slim to none. <laughs> so Cappy, you're out of gas. Cappy, you're yeah, you're out of luck, buddy. You know, you can wish in one hand, spit in the other, and see which one fills up first. All right. <laughs> well, listen, I tried Cappy, but you know, Paul is a man of integrity, yeah. um, as we knew that. Paul White. Yeah. Legend joining us here on Sedano and Cap with Michael hanging out today. Mm -hmm. uh, thank you so much for stopping by, man. Appreciate it. For those that want to check out the shows again, Wednesday, uh, the 15th, Toyota Arena in Ontario, and then Friday at the Kia Forum in Inglewood. You're the best, dude. Thank you so much. Thank you guys so much time. And Michael, it's an honor and pleasure to be oh, on the show with you. Thank you, sir. Big my fan. pleasure. Happy to be here. Thanks for inviting me, Lindsay. All right, we'll be back in a minute.